اعوذ باللہ السمیع العلیم من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم وصل اللہ علی سیدنا محمد وعلی الطیبین الطاہرین And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation. In this episode, we are going to talk about miserliness, al-bukhl in Islam. Miserliness or stinginess is a vice that manifests on a number of levels. Usually when we think about miserliness, we think of miserliness in terms of money. When somebody is not generous with their money, but they hoard their money and avoid giving that money to those people who deserve it and need it. But miserliness is not only with money. Miserliness can be with time. Miserliness can be even with a smile. Miserliness is a kind of attitude that a person has in life that makes them closed to doing goodness to other people. The first subsection in Mizan al-Hikmah that speaks about miserliness is the warning against miserliness. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, Those who are stingy and bid other people to be stingy and conceal whatever Allah has given them out of His grace and we have prepared for the faithless a humiliating punishment. So as we can see in this ayah or in this verse of Quran, stinginess is something that applies to all things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given out of His grace. So you can see here that the subject of stinginess is a vast one because it concerns all of those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given. And then the interesting thing in this ayah is that stinginess is also linked to kufr, which here in its linguistic sense means the covering up of what is true and the lack of thankfulness. And of course here it's been translated as faithlessness. In the next verse in this subsection, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ah, there you are being invited to spend in the way of Allah. Yet among you there are those who are stingy. And whoever is stingy is stingy only to himself. Allah is all-sufficient and you are all-needy. And if you turn away, He will replace you with another people and they will not be like you. So here the subject of this ayah is more in line with spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasizes that being stingy is something that only returns back to the person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill His purposes through people other than those who are stingy. Imam Ali alayhi salam is reported to have said, Miserliness encompasses all vices, and it is a rain with which one is led to every defect. So you can see from this riwayah that miserliness is a kind of contagious vice, which leads a person to other kinds of defects as well. So for example, a person who is miserly in giving to the needy may also therefore lack mercy in their heart for other people. Or whereas they may have felt mercy in the beginning, through their continued acts of miserliness, that feeling of mercy fades within their heart. And then other defects that come from the lack of mercy in somebody's heart follow on from that as well. So it's very important for a Muslim not to be miserly. And when they feel themselves being miserly, they have to try and fight that urge because different people have got different problems. Whereas it might come easily for one person not to be miserly, it may be hard for someone else. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, Miserliness is a source of shame. And he's also reported to have said, Miserliness is the garment of wretchedness. So here again, these other negative traits are brought about by miserliness, shame and wretchedness. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, Miserliness in giving to others what is at hand is mistrust in God. So miserliness is also based in a certain understanding of the way God is. And that is that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who provides. And it is not upon a person to hoard in the situation where somebody is in need. Or indeed even when people are not in need, not to be generous with other things such as their time, their love and their warmth. 
So the root of miserliness, as explained in this hadith, is an aspect of mistrust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Ali alayhi salam is also reported to have said, A man who is miserly with his money will face humiliation. But a man who is miserly with his faith, here meaning that he does not give up his faith easily, will be dignified. So a person should protect their faith in the way that they are sometimes pulled towards protecting their wealth. I.e. they should keep their faith away from being diluted in the same way that a miserly person stops their wealth from being diluted. But a person who is miserly with their wealth is somebody who will face humiliation. Imam Ali salam is also reported to have said, Miserliness humiliates its companion and honors the one who abandons it. So you will find generally in life, nobody likes a miser. But at the same time, everybody loves generous people. Everybody loves open people who are generous with what they have. Imam al-Rida is reported to have said, Miserliness rips one's honor apart. And Imam al-Hadi is reported to have said, Miserliness is the most blameworthy vice. So as you can see from these traditions, there is a big push towards the blameworthiness of Bukhl, of being miserly. The next subsection gives an explanation of the miser. Imam al-Hassan is reported to have said, when his father asked him about greed, it is when you count what is in your hands as a source of honor, while you count what you have given away as a source of waste. So this is the kind of attitude that the miser has. As long as it's in their hand, they think that that is honor. And when they give it away, they think it has been wasted. But this is not the worldview that the mu'min has, that the believer has. At the end of the day, what is honor for the believer is to do the right thing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be honorable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that loves the trait of generosity and kindness. Imam Sadiq alayhi salam is reported to have said, The miser is he who denies what is Allah's right and spends instead for a purpose other than Allah's sake. And Imam Sadiq alayhi salam is also reported to have said, Greed is worse than miserliness because a miser is miserly in spending what he has, whilst a greedy man, whilst a greedy man covets that which others possess in addition to what he himself possesses, such that whatever he sees in the hands of others, he wishes it to be his, lawfully or unlawfully. He cannot be satiated and nor does he derive any benefit from what Allah has granted him. So again, this tradition is clear in explaining the problem of miserliness but also comparing it to greed. A miser is miserly with what they have, but a greedy person wants what is in the hands of others. The next subsection talks about the miser. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, The least comfortable one among people is the miser. So because the miser is so concerned with keeping his wealth, that concern stops them from finding peace stops them from finding comfort and stops them from spending even on themselves sometimes to find that comfort and peace. It is a kind of narrowness and confinement on the soul of a person to be miserly, whereas the openness of generosity is something that relieves that tightness. Imam Ali salam is reported to have said, the miser stores wealth for his inheritors. This is a beautiful tradition because the miser, whilst being miserly, is only thinking of the moment. They're not thinking of the fact that when they die, everything that they have hoarded will just be spent by their inheritors. And so it makes no sense for somebody to be miserly. Imam Ali alayhi salam is also reported to have said, A miser can have no friend. And he's reported to have said, I wonder at the miser, he expedites the same poverty from which he escapes and misses the same richness for which he yearns. So he leads a life of deprivation in this world like the poor, yet he will be judged with the rich in the hereafter. 
So the funny situation about the miser is that while they live a life of poverty for the sake of protecting wealth, they will be judged in the same way as somebody that has wealth. And the point and reason for their miserliness is that they can have wealth, but they live the life of somebody who's poor. So it is a very funny situation, which when understood like this makes no sense whatsoever. Imam Ali is reported to have said, The stingy is far from Allah, far from the people and close to the hellfire. So this is obviously a very bad situation to be in. Imam Sadiq is reported to have said, No one should love for others to be rich as much as the misers. For when others become rich, they would subsequently keep away from their wealth. That is that miserly people should hope for other people to be wealthy, because if they're wealthy, they won't come after the miser's wealth. Imam Sadiq is reported to have said, the miser's miserliness suffices as mistrust of his Lord, for a man who is certain of God's compensation would give generously. That is that when we said that the basis of miserliness is a bad opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or a mistrust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is in terms of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewarding the act of generosity, rewarding the act of giving. The miser doesn't see that aspect and that is what forces them to become miserly and to hold on to what they have as much as they can. The next subsection talks about the real miser. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, The real miser is the one who refuses to pay the mandatory alms tax from his wealth and refuses to spend on the necessities of his people, yet he squanders it on other things. And the Holy Prophet ﷺ is also reported to have said, the real miser is he before whom my name is mentioned and he does not say peace be upon him. So here as you can see miserliness is not only with wealth but it is also with sending blessings on the Holy Prophet The next subsection talks about the most miserly of people. The Holy Prophet is reported to have said The most miserly person is he who refuses to give what Allah has made obligatory. And he وسلم, is also reported to have said, Verily the most miserly person is he who is miserly with his greeting. Meaning that a person can be miserly even with saying salam to other people. They even keep that to themselves and don't spread salam. Spreading salam is an act of generosity. Saying salam to other people and greeting them with warmth is a type of generosity and a way to spread good vibes amongst the community of Muslims. Imam Ali السلام, is reported to have said, the most miserly person is he who does not spend his money on himself and stores it away for his inheritors. And Imam Ali السلام, is reported to have said, The worst misery is being miserable by not paying what Allah the Glorious has ordained to pay from one's property. Imam Sadiq is reported to have said, the commander of the faithful السلام, sent someone five camel loads of dates, at which a man said to him, By Allah, he did not even ask you for anything. Indeed, one camel load would have been enough to recompense him. The commander of the faithful السلام, replied, May Allah increase not the people of your type. I am giving and you are the one being miserly. So when someone is being generous and giving, as long as that giving is in the right place and not forcing that person into a situation of poverty or anything like that, then you should allow people to be generous. The last subsection talks about the sign of miserliness. Imam Ali is reported to have said, Abundance of excuses for not giving is a sign of miserliness. So when we can find every excuse in the book for why we don't give of our wealth or we don't give of our time or we don't say salam to people or we don't send blessings on the Prophet ﷺ after the mention of his name, then this is one of the signs of miserliness. And in the final hadith, Imam Ali ﷺ is reported to have said, 
the miser justifies himself by presenting many excuses and justifications and trying to justify ourselves when we're in the wrong is one of the primary ways in which shaitan and the self stop us from making changes and stop us from pursuing the path of perfection so a person should be very careful when they find themselves justifying something that really shouldn't be justified and has to see through their own efforts of justifying to themselves and to other people and take the right course of action when somebody is a miserly person they will give every excuse for not giving and for someone to improve they have to break down those excuses and say well this is not a good enough justification for not giving when i'm supposed to even of the small things that are easy to give like saying salam to people like being nice to people and so on and they have to make a decision to not do that anymore inshallah the next podcast will be about innovation al bid'a in islam wa sallallahu ala sayidina muhammad wa ala alihi at-tayyibin at-tahirin